It's the X of 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Famous Seafood going live here on a Thursday night, February 1st. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Don't, don't, that is all of that read song the that I'm going to sing. That is all of the song that I'm going to sing. Do not worry. Uh, yeah, not going to make that mistake, hopefully. Uh, and fellas, my name is Jake Luke. My fingers are absolutely singed from the hot stove. Uh, just, you know, in, in absolute danger of burning off here. Burnsing off, some might say, as the Baltimore Orioles have acquired ace starting pitcher Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers, former Cy Young winner, three-time All-Star in a trade uh, that will net the Brewers uh, Joey Ortiz, D.L. Hall, the 34th pick in the upcoming draft. Uh, But, fellas, I'm joined by Spenny. I'm joined by Eric, who is currently uh, clacking out a blog for uh, OneBarstoolSports.com on this. So I guess, Spenny, we'll start with you. I, I don't think either you or I or Eric really expected to be hopping in here or recording tonight. It's a little bit late on a Thursday, but uh, I think we're happy to do it because this is kind of the move we've been waiting for. And Eric, just the other night, we, we hop in here impromptu to do the Rubenstein thing, and now we're right back in the we're right back in the saddle. Maybe that says some uh, says something good about the new regime here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spenny, yeah. I mean, I... go. Sorry, go sorry to throw you for a loop. Go, Eric. Go. People want to hear from you, not me. Yeah, true. Oh, so he's writing though. He's writing. No, 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 no. I, I'm paused now. I'm paused. Um, but again, everyone's like, I had a conversation today. People are like, well, we don't know what the new ownership's going to do. You know, how, how do we know what they're going to do? We don't know who they are. Like, j- shut up. Just shut up. You don't have any room now. Like to talk. This is the move. Um, whether it was Rubenstein giving like Elias some sort of okay. Um, it's an incredible move. It's an incredible fleece. I said a fleece and a half. Banks was like, no, it's more. Um, and again, like I, I love DL Hall. Um, I, I like Joey Ortiz a lot, but DL I think is an awesome guy, and and he's a hell of a base player. Um, to only give up those two in that thirty fourth overall pick, which I assume is like a comp pick or one of the competitive, it's the competitive balance pick. I think. I mean, that's that's incredible. I mean, this guy won the Cy Young two years ago. All he's done is since since that season has become one of the best pitchers in baseball. And again, I mean, all off season it was got to go get Cease. You have to get Cease. You have to. Um, I think I was talking to, Je- I think Jeff Arnold said it the other day where he like, I think the Orioles prayed for a pitcher, but it's not going to be their guy on opening day. They just got their guy for opening day. No offense to Kyle Bradish, who finished third in the AL and Cy Young, I think, um, last year. Um, no offense to Grayson, who's been great. Corbin Burns is your guy. You trade for him to be your guy. He's going to go 200 innings this year, at least. He's going to be your your absolute ace at the top, again, of a staff who now you can go Burns. Radish, Grayson, Means, Wells. I mean, yeah, like sign me up for that. You can put Cole Irvin in there. There's this this team just got a whole lot better, a, a lot lot better. And again, there were a lot of people complaining about how the offseason sucked, and it did suck. We'll be flat out, it sucked. Um, only getting Kimbrel and those minor league guys, but adding this makes. I, I I'm writing right now, but I said a new owner plus trading for for like your um for a Cy Young award winning pitcher and your opening day starter. I think the Orioles just won the offseason. I think they officially just won the offseason with those two moves, Rubenstein in particular. So, again, I mean, you, you can look at his numbers right there. He's incredible. He's got the long flow. I can Benny beat him for, like, Halloween or something like that. But um, it's it's a great move. It's just such a great, great move. I love it. I'm already thinking of, like, the the Mr. Smithers, like, you know, Burns and all that. It's it's there. There's some connections here. There's some good stuff that we can do with this. So, again, it sucks to see DL go. Um, I really would like to see what he was going to do this year, but I think him up in Milwaukee, he's going to thrive. So good for him up there. Joey Ortiz, again, just 
no room. He was never going to play over or, or, or Holiday or Gunner or, you know, any of those guys. So for Elias to only get rid of those two, I mean, just bravo. Bravo, Mr. Mike. Great trade. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Sure. And um, Burns, I, I think recently, he actually, he came to an agreement to avoid arbitration. So he is in that one-year deal. So it's effectively a rental as of right now. But I think that's more than okay. And you mentioned the Rubenstein thing. Obviously, he probably didn't have too much to do with this. I don't think he's too knee-deep in this kind of stuff yet. And he's not even going to really fully own the Orioles until... Uh, he's not going to be the majority owner anyway until Peter Angelos passes away. He's only going to own 40% in the meantime. But I mean, it really like it does. It seems to me like this was kind of a a recognition of a tonal shift of a, a, a sea change here where he's going to come in and things are going to be a little bit more serious as far as operations on the diamond go. And Spenny, you've been saying this going back years now that that's what we should be waiting on. And yeah, this is that kind of move. And it does suck to lose DL, but he does seem like a kind of a, a talented guy who things got off the rails for a little bit. There was some health stuff in there, obviously. And then he was doing some unconventional things with rehab down in uh, Norfolk this past year and everything. And, you know, came back. I thought he looked solid in that sort of rotational uh, bring him in as a relief man type role. But, you know, I, I think the Orioles are they, they're going to need a little bit more than that in this pitching rotation. They, they needed more than what they had last year, frankly. And I think this definitely is the uh, the type of move that. I don't know if any of us really saw coming. I, I think we maybe expected something a little bit higher than what they would have gotten out of Gibson. But man, I mean, this is kind of the uh, the move that we we all were really dreaming about. But I don't know anyone would have convinced themselves it was going to happen. He's got these uh, these flamethrower type numbers here. He just looks like that that guy that's going to you know walk in there and strike fear into the hearts of an opposing uh, an opposing batting order. So yeah, I'm pretty over the moon with it. Uh, Spenny, your thoughts? I mean. The price is fantastic. The player is fantastic. I just think that the two things that stand out to me, number one, if there's one thing I trust, it is the Baltimore Orioles pitching lab. And if they're going to make a deal like this, right player, right price, the patience that they've displayed, you just believe in what it is. And what is Corbin Burns? He's a fastball curveball guy, right? He does not get hit hard. He also strikes guys out. Over the last three years, he's a sub-three total. I think he has 92 starts in the last three years, three straight all-star appearances. He has a sub-one ERA over that time. He's a Cy Young winner. He's under the age of 30. Like Eric said, he's been a workhorse. And now, to me, the thing I'm most excited about is that he takes pressure off of Bradish. He takes pressure off of Grayson, and we felt that pressure. And, hey, the Ravens kept saying, you know, pressure makes diamonds or burst pipes. Well, now you've got someone who's been the stud. The pressure is going to make diamonds here, I feel like. Then you talk about Dean Kramer and John Means. And hey, one of those guys, you know, you'll knock on wood. One of those guys is probably going to get hurt at some point. But then we talk about, hey, guess who else they have? Tyler Wells, who is capable of being a great long reliever now, going into the pen, that type of situation. And lo and behold, if someone does need to go on the IL, that you can bring Tyler Wells in and it's going to feel seamless. So they are now deep, it feels like. Deep, talented, and young. Going to have that monster left field to work behind him as a righty. Um, just, you know, having that big breaking ball too, that big curveball that he has, that strikeout pitch that has been so dominant, feels like a great lift to add to the mix of what the Orioles already have with Bradish's kind of off-speed stuff. He doesn't have the best fastball. Grayson, more of a power pitcher that's still finding, you know, between that changeup and adding the two-seam this offseason apparently. So, the staff should be in a great place. And again, the the value, even, even if he is just a rental, do I think that'll be the case? No. But even if he is just a rental, the value of the deal, the 34th pick is not their highest pick. 
that player would not be on the Orioles for a minimum of probably two and a half years at, if they jettison up. And Ortiz, like you said, Eric, was log jammed. Great player. Love the dude's talent. I am excited to get to root for him. I bet he's going to knock it out of the park for the Brewers. Bet he's going to be a really sharp hitter, top of the lineup kind of guy eventually that could be a gold glover. And D.L. Hall will get a chance to get that nice refresh, someone that's gone through so much. So, you know, Eric, I know you know these guys pretty closely, especially D.L. Hall. I feel like you probably feel pretty good for him to get a fresh opportunity now and, and go kind of maybe hit the reset button a little bit and get a chance in another way. So I just think on all fronts, value, what type of pitcher it is, what it does for the staff, everything, A-plus, out of this world, home run. I draft Corbin, Corbin Burns in fantasy every year. I, I love the dude. He's a fucking machine in fantasy baseball. I love – I draft him in the top two round, usually second round pick every time. He's a beast. He's awesome. Awesome. It's I, Again, I can't – and and you nailed it. I can't believe I forgot Kramer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it just makes the rotation that much better. Like, uh, it, it's awesome. Um Again, I'm just like, I'm still just reading all the stuff. And and I know we had a buddy who talked to DL and he said he was pretty bummed. He said, you know, he's pretty He knows it's a great uh, career opportunity for him. And I do, I really do think he's going to have a, um a, like a, a nice career there. Because again, I mean, if you put him with Devin Williams in the back end of that bullpen, that's disgusting. There's, I I, I blogged it, but I said, he's going to be on a lot of pitch ninja gifts very soon. Like you're going to start seeing him pop up there a lot. He's, I mean, that nasty. And again, Joey Ortiz, seemed like an awesome player Nate, you know just not here it's just not the right time or spot for him or he understood um but again this is it's just a good trade it's it's so so good and, and again just makes this team that much better and you know now again they, they go out and add maybe another bat i don't know where you can fit it that would be i mean it would almost be a perfect offseason after just months and months and months of like oh this kind of sucks like and that would constitute like three, that would constitute three signings with kimbrell and like really that that does constitute yeah. like, or it really does show just how close they really are. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that one more move really could have me feeling very good about them. And I mean, obviously, you've got the big bad Yankees making their move. It's funny when I went to go uh, Google Burns for some of the research stuff I was putting together for this. It's all the articles, just like every offseason. Yankees could acquire star Corbin Carroll. Yankees could do this. Yankees could do that. And then like what happens? The Orioles go and do that. I mean, like, you know, I've been following this team for 20 years now that I don't think that I've ever really seen them outduel the Yankees for, for a guy like this, you know what I'm talking about? And it, it just kind of, it, it really is quite something. I I'm over the moon. I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. And like, it, it feels like Michael Elias. I just keep clapping and like fist pumping. I feel like Steve Ballmer and that, and those like Microsoft. The like, you're like the guy on, you're like the guy like on. Like this. Yeah. You're like the guy on Banks's video, the go rave it, go Joe, go Ravens, go everybody. You're, you're just go everybody. Just, unbridled joy unbridled enthusiasm michael elias feels like the handcuffs are coming off here a little bit i know people have had their complaints about inactivity especially as it relates to acquiring uh pro level talent i mean this is like man he's announcing himself in a big way with this one and particularly like i don't want to get too ahead of myself but if they can get him resigned and spending you said you don't expect it to be a rental i i probably would tend to agree with you i'm pretty i'm feeling very optimistic about this club right now my god that would be amazing I don't even, again, I don't even care if he is just a rental because I think the the aspect of having a stud, ace, three-time all-star, dominant pitcher, being able to look up to him finally, and, and no disrespect to Kyle Gibson, and I'll even say, you know, a Jordan Lyles there, you know, vets that have, have done the darn Any thing. Years, yeah, workhorses. Exactly, but no disrespect, but now Bradish and 
Rod Rodriguez are going to be able to look up to someone like that, see his routine, the way he ticks, to be a stud in their prime and what that means. So I think that's huge for the development. I do trust the Orioles. Uh, absolutely trust the, the pitching lab, like I said. But, man, just I can't give enough flowers to Mike Elias and the Orioles front office because they were so patient. And like you said, people are starting to get antsy. The pop, the kernels were starting to pop. Got to do something, got to get an ace. Got to do something, got to get an ace. And they just waited and waited and waited and got right player, right price, right time. I mean, Connor Norby's still here. I mean, Jordan Westberg, like they're still stocked. Ortiz, I love the guy. I freaking loved him when he came up. He's a good player. There's just mm -hmm. not room for all these guys. They know it too. They've talked about it. They just know. So it just make, makes so much sense. And man, I, I'm, whew, I'm just floored. I'm absolutely floored I, by I'm, it. I just, I, again, I'm just so happy right now. Like that, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And again, I tweeted it. You know, this is the first time I've ever put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I, I swear to God. You should I'm, put your I'm phone like, on oh, Do Not Disturb more often, Eric. Yeah, but then I looked down and I'm, I missed it by like four minutes. I felt like I it was it was old news. Like the, the news was broken to me by banks. I I I, I like I keep uh, annoyingly talking about. It. I'm, I haven't been on Twitter much this week, and so like I, I check my uh, my group chat. The, Warriors, the Ravens don't even matter. The Ravens are. Dead. They really don't. I mean, like I, you know this they this this, this might be what brings me all the way back. My first tweet since Sunday was just a picture of uh, Big Daddy Dave, Uncle Dave Rubenstein, uh, which he has just what a memeable face that man has in a good way. Handsome devil, silver fox. He's Steve Martin. He's he kind Steve of is, Martin. yeah. He's a little bit more. He's yeah, a little, he's a little more heft than Steve Martin. He's not like he's not super like Steve Martin's a little wispy, you know, kind of a little thin. Even in his his age now, he still looks good on old, only murders. He's not the businessman that, uh, version as opposed to the thin actor version. Yeah, exactly. You he's know, he's the uh, dozen. He's he's the dozen mashup of of my um Steve Carell and Steve and uh, um what's his name? Who are we Steve just Martin. talking about? Yeah, Steve Martin. He's a, he's the, the mix up of them. I'm okay. telling you, look at it, look at it. It's okay. there. But I will. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Uncle Davy. And this it. is an awesome point too. I mean, Rubenstein's no spring chicken in in terms of age. He doesn't and, seem like he's that old. Like if you listen to him talk, he is sharp as a tack. Like he seems like he's like he's he is not a politician. Seventy five. He is yeah. a he's Logan Roy seventy five. Yeah, exactly. That guy he is. Yeah, exactly. He, he's got the Logan Roy, like way younger, you know, seems way younger than he actually is type of vibe. So, you know, and but that's, listen, a, that's a great point. Why would he be? But why would he buy this team and then bite his like chew on his fingernails and sit around and read the newspaper? What would be the point of doing that? Why not? You it's got life coming. It's you literally life coming full circle for him. Like, you know, he, he grew up in northwest Baltimore and then, you know, he went on to bigger and better things in D.C. And then, you know, worked sort of on Wall Street. His firm was in D.C. still, but, you know, he worked on Wall Street and everything. And now, like, it feels like this might be fully his focus, along with his hobbies of, you know, collecting Magna Cartas and, you know, historical things of that nature, that kind of stuff. Hundred thousand percent. And uh, you know, just just man having that. It's, it's also hilarious to me because what does Corbin Burns throw? You know, his fastball is a cutter, too, which is funny when you think about coming full circle in the history of the Baltimore Orioles with that pitch and uh, the, the curveball and just everything, the flow that he has matching up with the, the Gunners and the Jacksons. 94-mile-per-hour average cutter. His name is Corbin. It right, you know you know what you know what I've reminded of with him it, like as long, he's been linked to the Orioles for a while and it always makes me think of when George Costanza runs into Corbin Berenson in, in L.A. when they go on that talk show and he's like talking his ear off about like when he like you know it, it, you know inadvertently killed his girlfriend's cat and he like didn't want to like pay for like the funeral or like so whatever that was and Corbin Berenson just goes out and absolutely nukes him on that talk show.
that's 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 a good one not to derail this or anything but whenever i hear corbin burns i think of corbin burns and specifically that episode of seinfeld corbin burns is 6'4 246 listed as a meaty boy that's a big fella he was a fourth round mm -hmm. pick in 2016 out of saint mary's college of cali he went to centennial high school he debuted july 10th my birthday mm. 2018 Super. at the age of 23 years old uh he was the 704th youngest debut in major league history and goes out there 2018, goes 7 and 0, the 261 ERA, allows only four home runs over 38 innings, has an ERA plus of 158. I mean, his career ERA plus is 129. The metrics are just through the roof 11 strikeouts per nine innings career, which has been 12.6, 10.8, 9.3 over the last three years. So a little bit of a decline there and whatever, still outstanding numbers. And boy, oh boy, I mean, the walks are not egregious. This year they ticked up a little bit. But again, you've got Adley Rushman behind the dish now. You've got the Orioles pitching lab. You've got Sig and, and the boys up there cooking. So you just can't feel better about this move. And I don't know, in my, in my like little Orioles group text, a couple of my friends from college and stuff, they're like, I got three texts. Like, why did we trade DL Hall? Things like, I think you're just bonkers if you don't love this deal. I don't know what there's not yeah. to love about this deal. Nothing. And again, even you got to feel good for the guys they traded getting out into a fresh start, better situation on a Brewers team that has developed well also and been able to develop some guys so just really a win 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 when you think about it and think about the guys they dealt so man oh man spring training right around the corner opening Ooh. day starter yeah has yeah. to be absolutely yeah. has to be yeah yeah i'm into it what number what number think. does he wear what number did he wear last year where is it uh what is he he's uh Thirty? Was he a thirty? Thirty-nine, he I think. Thirty-nine, yeah, thirty-nine. Yes, All right, the big Famous. three-nine. He can wear a three-nine. Oh yeah, I don't hate it. And By I mean, the way, man. the Orioles uh, hitting Mike Elias with the big dog tiger dap up tweet. It's so oh, did good. they? <laughs> yeah. I like. Forgot that. how good. I honestly forget how much fun the Orioles are on social media when they're buzzing. And yeah, uh, they, they, they do. They do too. a tremendous job. Like Eric, you got me the, the the hose. It's over, and I just like forgot that you just do that, and it just made me immediately giggle. I was like, <laughs> well, they uh, you know, they they like to throw a tip of the cap to RDT every now and then, like we saw. With Thirty the percent of their content might have kind of trickled through, uh, you know, trickled through our boy here. Well, they made an overt one to him last year with a two out of three probably sweep. I know he still thinks about that every day. Yeah, I got to get Rock his shirt. I told Rock I would get him a shirt um with that on it because make sure that. you get the, um, the schmedium so the guns are just popping yeah who by the way his streak was broken yesterday sad sad news but just like cal the, the his streak will start. Really? He, he blogged like every day for like 13 years straight. i know what ha what happened to his streak uh i don't know i don't I think i think it was nothing. the day i think it was the day it was the rubenstein news got announced and i think he said he just got like completely swept up in everything going on and didn't have a chance to and yeah, I, it's it almost like it's, it's symbolic it's symbolic right maybe he did that on purpose accident. like start of a new regime could be yeah he probably could just use that as an excuse to be like all right i really don't want to keep this going anymore yeah, yeah. yeah like you know the rock street can just come to an end on the day where everyone's talking about something else yeah exactly yeah no i mean maybe there was like some kind of weather delay or something like that or you know who, who knows really i mean at this point you know yeah. there's there's lights that i think it has went out they said yeah, no, it, it, yeah, we maybe Kevin Costner was roaming around somewhere. Who knows? So I mean, at this point, what's left? Like, look to the bullpen. You know, got your yeah. your back end guy there in Kimbrel. Cano, we'll see. 
We talk about Wells a little bit. There's a couple guys coming back. We'll see. But I feel like that's where the focus goes. And, you know, if they can just bring in one more really sturdy, not too old, not, you know, a re- and, and again, at the end of the day, I mean, they had Austin both pitching well two years ago. Like, I, I don't know. So I feel good about their ability to, I mean, Cano and himself, what, what was he? They identified him, had him basically change his arm slot a couple degrees and then bang, bang, bang. He's an all-star. So before Wells fell, fell apart, he was very solid in the middle of that, that starting group too. I mean, yeah. He's John Means? With Means John, the, 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 is the five John Means? Like probably, <laughs> I mean, with That's the with the health uncertainty and like you know it probably would behoove them to you know the other guy that I think of is Cade Povich who's obviously been you know a supernova rising up through the ranks and now this this mm-hmm. makes it so that he can really they can pick their spots with him you feel like you're not desperate to get him up I know Elias said that they did plan on bringing him up this year uh, like six months ago he made some sort of comment you know just addressing the media he was like yeah we we plan on having Povich be a part of the rotation next year so. This just expands everything, takes the pressure off guys. And man, this is, we've never seen that. We've never seen this in Baltimore. We're talking about like adding this bat in free agency, certainly. But I mean, like Jackson Holiday very well could be a bat, like a, a bat that is going to be. Getting cursed ad, getting a full year, you know, could be a, a damaging bat too. And having a veteran is mm-hmm. a little bit different, but I feel like having a veteran pitcher, the Rangers bringing in a Valdi. This kind of feels like that to a degree. Yeah. Where you go bring in that yeah. vet at the top of the rotation and it can calm things down postseason wise. And, and that's a big concern, right? I don't think Orioles fans or the Orioles themselves are concerned about winning 90 games at this point. Since Adley's come up, they've just been a fucking wagon. So now they're like, all right, we need that guy at the top to, to instill confidence in our rotation and be able to go give us that playoff dominant start. And Sure, there's better. There's a couple guys you'll clearly take over Burns, but there's not more than a handful of them. That's that's one yeah. of the guys. That's one of the dudes in baseball that you want to have at the top of your rotation. Like you've got a top ten ace now, and what the hell, man? Just beautiful. Yeah, you you I'm, I'm know? in favor of veteran that. I just wanted to impress upon people that like they're they're not bereft of talent in the uh, you know the the younger department anymore. They they've still got plenty of guys coming up, and they're coming soon. Hmm. Um, Spenny, I don't think you mentioned him, um, but they got McDermott too. I don't know if you talked yeah. about him. He's yeah. another massive arm who like, there's a good chance he turns into a very good pitcher. And um, so out of those, you know, right I, now, I, I think the realistic thing to do when you got two guys that have had their kind of growth is say that it's somewhat safe to say one of them will be an effective starter, right? One of the two should be an effective starter for the Orioles at some point. You feel good about mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. Um, one of the two panning out. Look at DL and Grayson. And I mean, hey, they're, they're still young, but kind of Grayson showed you he could be. You got two good quality young pitchers. One of them has a shot. They get up to that AAA level and they're still that level of prospect, everything like that. So, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. What an exciting way to kind of start to segue into baseball season, into mm-hmm. spring training and everything. Couldn't have come soon enough, let me tell you. Couldn't have come soon enough. So maybe maybe this is a, a move that sparks the Orioles, man, to really actually do it. And I think there are some people starting to really feel like Elias was never going to make this move. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. They've been talking about it for so long. And I just can't get over them doing it in such a calm manner and having the compensation be so fair, right? Two good players, a draft pick at the top of the draft, for a really good pitcher, it feels fair. It feels good. It feels right. And 
Corbin Burns, Corbin, Adley, Gunner, Jackson. Oh, he fits. Yeah. He fits. Austin, Cedric. He's going yeah, to be there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is we got, Heston you know, going to be there? Oh, uh, yeah. Think I think Gunner? Heston might actually pull through later. Yeah, Mountie, yeah. Yeah, Mountie. They're, I mean, they're, it's, a, the, it's the Chad Brads and, and – and everything else. It's oh, yeah. I'm, Grayson, I'm telling you, man. Grayson's I'm actually you. borrowed his dad's Porsche. He's going to roll through there with that. It looks sick, dude. Co- College Hunks Park at Camden Yards. Who says no? I mean, it's just the, <laughs> the brand synergy, it seems, you know, that will haul your junk. We've got Big Game Bengal in here who says he is not happy one bit. He's not. Oh, happy I hate one. that for you, Big Game Bengal. We hate that for you, BGB. You also, you, <laughs> you're, you're, he boiled it down to saying they, Traded away a defensive middle infielder and uh, made like he said like a maybe good back end of rotation arm for an ace in baseball. He, he very much oversimplified it, but from an outside, can I, can I clear something like, up? Is he an indie guy or is he a Bengals guy? I'm not. What, I'm always confused I, by his name. I, I don't think he likes the Bengals at all. I don't know who he likes off the top yeah, of my head. I, I thought that right off the bat, um, but yeah, I, yeah, there's some, all fact. Okay, that doesn't clarify. But if you can clarify in the comments, buddy, I would appreciate it. Um, Oh, I guess he's a Brewers fan. I'm assuming because he said very frustrating. I expect the Brewers to at least get Kobe Mayo back in this type of deal. Uh, I wonder yeah. if Erstad or Basalo are in the deal. And New uh, York guy, but he is a member of the Brew Crew. I guess. Okay, that's an interesting, interesting uh, combination there. There we go. There we go. BGB. But man, I don't know what else there is to say. I'm fired up. Strikeout pitcher who doesn't have you know control issues has been there, has done that, and gets to take mm-hmm. the pressure off of everybody around for, I mean, it was a, it feels like a fl- fucking fleece and a half. It's such and a good trickle down. Like, it has such good trickle down effect from everybody all in the, the way location. around. Everyone. It's, Yankees it's fan, so, okay. so, so good by, by Elias. It's so good. I, the best. Yankees I, fans I, have to be pissed. Yankees fans hate this. Uh, they get Juan yeah. Soto. Oof. 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 But a move that you have to, I mean, to, in order, the, what the Orioles did last year, you know, the AL East isn't going to have the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, you know, not churning out those 95 win seasons. So you have to make these types of moves. You're not going to be able to, I mean, not that the Orioles aren't good and talented and well run, but you're not going to be able to just win 100 games in the AL East without this type of top of the rotation guy. I mean, you got Garrett, Garrett Cole still in your division. He's the the big dog right now. So you're not going to be able to, simply sit pat sit on your hands and run through this division like that if you expect to you're insane eric what you got? you're getting a, you're getting a shout out for your uh your dozen performances here from bgb eric how about that yeah not this year we didn't make it we didn't make it eric do you guys think new ownership had any type of hand in this yes absolutely and probably yeah i think Nothing as as, I mean, this has probably been in the works for a while, but I think like that had to have helped push it over the goal. What line. I was told through the grapevine from my hashtag source that randomly DM me like a year ago is that the, the, there was a freeze on any type of move like this until ownership changed hands, any significant move. And I mean, that's pretty easy to say because the Orioles always are a low spending team. So it's easy to get away with that one. But the irony of it being less than 48 what what was this I don't, i'm losing track of the days i've had a long long i think, long I think it's about 48 hours 48 hours right it's less than 48 hours since the announcement of ruben scene it's, it's too convenient for this not to have been the way so mm-hmm. yeah unbelievable man amazing do we we should all get ruben scene haircuts 
How is your hair always perfect? Tomorrow. I'm I'm getting a Reuben tomorrow. I promise you that. Reuben's tomorrow with a little hot sauce to make it burn. A Reuben's, Reuben's for the boys. I I would eat. Reuben's I could I could fuck up a Reuben tomorrow. Actually, I, you know I I very very. Grant into Walker. I, I tweeted out the other night and I said uh, I said uh, at eight forty five. I said where can I get a Reuben at eight forty five? And Brandon responded with like. People won't admit it, but Arby's is is a damn good Reuben. And I was like, "Listen, you don't you have to." You're, you're like, damn right. You don't they have are. to miss me to eat Arby's, buddy. I feel like I could. I yeah, know. I feel like I could pull this off. What a handsome bloke that David Rubenstein. He really is. He really is. Yeah. What a, just a, a true, just a striking, striking individual. Very disarming, but striking. The this is the is greatest. Nice. This is the greatest week or like off season in general in Orioles in my in my lifetime at least as a conscious human being, which I'll say started around maybe 1999. Yeah, you know, I gotta say it beats out the Dexter Fowler acquisition. I'll, I'll definitely say Derek that. Lee, Vlad yeah. Guerrero. Yep. <laughs> Miggy. I mean Miggy. Miggy's Miggy. Now yeah. we're just guys naming. Now we're just guys naming We're guys naming guys. Yeah, we are. Captain name somebody Moore. in the comments. Hey, or everybody who's listening along with us, name the most Orioles acquisition that you can think of in the in the chat here, in that vein. Let us know. We we get Corbin Burns the same week Orioles ownership changes. Name a guy that you think of when you think of Orioles off seasons. Trumbo, Trumbo, and Trumbo turned out well. I know. Uh, I, I people were down on Trumbo. And I remember I was up on. I was high Trumbo on. Was, I was, well, yeah, I was, Trumbo was a weird. Here's a here's a great one. Here's a freaking great one. Stu said Scott Feldman. That yeah. is a ten out of ten. I like Kevin the Lake mm-hmm. from Ben. Kevin Millwood. If we want to be Junior guys, Lake, dude, yeah, I remember that came down after the. Uh, after the deadline yeah junior lake was weird name all the dudes we want all the dudes it took a, yeah. it took a lot of dudes to get to a corbin burns as an off-season acquisition there we go ty wiggins he was the big one in 2018 that was a joke um man yeah king felix was in there travis snyder it's, it's all a lot of travis snyder snyder you know yeah. it's uh you know who it is chris benson wow elite matt harvey the dark knight the Dark Knight, yep. Crazy wife. JJ Hardy. Whew. Boys name and names. What's better? What's better than boys name and names with a Corbin Burns acquisition? Just smiling on the live stream here. It's the best. I don't think we have much else to say, but I'm just vibing and I'm enjoying myself. And this is amazing. I can't wait to read don't. your blog, Eric. Johan Santana. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, Johan. Mm-hmm. Johan was my boy, that circle change, baby. Yeah. Nothing like it. Okay. He's, he's we need all our dudes. Eric's oh. closing remarks. We need your closing remarks here. Give us, give us one yeah. more minute. Close of, the uh, stealing from your blog time. It's just like you said. This was a trade that I think a lot of people thought that Elias wasn't going to make or couldn't make, and like you said, I mean, it just happened. Like, it, like you said, it, it seemed like they were handcuffs, whatever you want to call it. Um, and while, while whatever happens with ownership happened, and like you said, it's no coincidence that. Two days, less than two days later, they just landed like one of the best pitchers in baseball. It's not a coincidence. Boys, it's incredible. Boys, can I do something on the screen real quick here that just got me real horned up? Yeah, whatever you want. Do it. All right. All right. We're, this is more of a live stream thing. I'm going to go back to the top. I'm going to go to my Twitter. I saw something matriculating here. So I'm going to go to your screen. Okay. We're going to go here. So I was like, eh, so I saw like Corbin Burns was tweeting. So I went to go type Corbin Burns here. Okay. okay, we click it. He has already updated it, baby. Pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, we love that. Is that really oh. him with 492 followers? 
Oh, nope, I guess not. Maybe not. <laughs> Is this accounting? I guess he got me. He got oh, me. I got God. No. But still, I, I got God. You got you got ball sacked. Fake. I got ball sacked, but I loved getting ball sacked there. You did. Mm-mm-mm. I already followed him on IG, so don't worry about that. I'll I'll share that to the story when he uh when he does the post. I got got. I got got good, but man, Corbin Burns. Okay. Eric. Dude, he looks ah, oh, he looks so awesome. He looks so awesome. I didn't know that. I just uh, you're telling me now for the first time. And you know what? Hey, this this is White Sox get for for not trading C's. So yeah, Dave, you hear that? I did genuinely think that it would end up being C's, but it just it's one of those situations where it's linked too strongly for too long, so that means it's never going to happen. You know what? They just wouldn't move mm-hmm. off their Jackson Holiday block, right? Yeah, I mean that's just everyone knows that it's concrete information that's out there. They wanted Jackson Holiday and they weren't going to get him. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Is this the most exciting? Is this more exciting than like? Are we more excited for this year to start than last year generally? Yeah, I remember we did the preview last year, and we were all like, I wouldn't say we were lukewarm so. on it. I think we had them making the playoffs, but I don't think we had them doing what they did last year. Eric Taylor and I. I was definitely excited. Opening day had a good buzz, but I feel like this is about to be ridiculous. Yeah, this is like so you much know, fun. They, they've shown what they can great. do now, but you know now it's like there's real expectations here, but that comes with excitement. John Means is your fourth, maybe your fifth starter. That is the best way to summarize the state of the Baltimore Orioles, I feel like. Just doing the comments here. Love it. Absolutely. Is that a show? I think that's a show. Is that how ball is done? That's how ball is done. Okay. So that's all you got? Any any closing statements? Uncle Dave? Things of that nature? Nothing to say? You're like Jim Nance with Tiger, you know, putting out. You return to glory. You You don't say anything for five minutes. Walks off the green. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Like and subscribe. Throw us the likes. Throw us the subscribe. Like and subscribe. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Corbin fucking burns, baby. Woo! Yeah, throw a comment in the YouTube to get the algorithm pumping. Comment. Well. comment. Leave After the video tip. pops, hit it all. Hit us up. Yeah, Juice appreciate. us, baby. Juice us up. Yeah, leave us a tip. We'll dance for it. We'll shake for it. Uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, you can find us on social media at Exit52Podcast across Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I am at Jake Luke. That's L-O-U-Q-U-E. Spencer is at Ravens for Dummies. That is the number four. Eric is at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. You can find Brian at Barstool Banks. Taylor at Taylor Smythe 10. And boys, I think we can officially say it. It is liftoff from here. We'll talk to you again soon. Comment a random player of the Orioles that you just think of that led to this Corbin Burns deal. See ya. Arrivederci.